Welcome to The Pipeline. I'm Piper. I'm here to break it down for you in the following ways. News, pop culture, expect a little politics, and the general comings and goings of our planet. A quick shout out to my sponsors, Fades by Fox, best fades in the game. Go check him out and make your appointment today through his Instagram at the Trill Messiah and at 408 Farms, also on Instagram. These people are fine cannabis cultivators and canna products. Send my Cali fam a message on Instagram at 408 Farms with the coupon code Pipe Did It Again, and you'll receive an extra canna product made with love just for you. It's me, Piper, and Cullen with The Pipeline. Hello. We are coming at you after a couple weeks break, and we're excited to be back here on The Pipeline. Uh, excited much. to get back to you guys. I know you've been wondering where we've been, and I'd like to apologize for that. You know, school. And uh, so today we're talking about um, just how the citizens of the world are just screaming. We have protests yeah. in Chile, in India, in Hong Kong. Um, where else? We have, oh, in the... Uh, Netherlands, Norway, France. France, it's uh, all of them are about either climate change or human rights for sure. And um, one that really popped off and has been popping off for years now, but really has escalated is like uh, for the over six months. It's going oh, on yeah. um, eight months now Damn. is the protests in Hong Kong. The people of Hong Kong are angry yeah. and that's an understatement. So um I know you guys have had to have heard on it because uh, the United States media, they've been a little dragging their feet on it, but now it's just such huge yeah. news there. They have no choice but to um, comment on it. So uh, they're getting in, Hong Kong is in their eighth month of protests, and their protests have had as many people as two million uh, protesters, and some people call them rioters. But these people came up in arms around um, June. Uh, of this year after the chief executive Carrie Lam of Hong Kong she's kind of like the president of Hong Kong if you will um, she drafted an extradition bill after a uh, Hong, two Hong Kongers a couple went to Taiwan for um, vacation and the girlfriend told the boyfriend she was pregnant and then he just murked them murdered them both her and the unborn baby and then he just left and because of the their the lack of extradition bill between taiwan hong kong and mainland china um even though there was overwhelming evidence in Taiwan that this man clearly did it, they couldn't bring him back to Taiwan to try him. So Carrie Lam, kind of the president, the head political figure of Taiwan, she drafted an extradition bill that would allow citizens of Hong Kong to be extradited from Hong Kong to Taiwan and to mainland China. And this woke up the entire Hong Kong public. And real quick, what's extradition? In case the extradition out? is when you, uh, like, uh, Hong Kong is located in China, um, and so Taiwan is uh, a larger island off of the east of China. And so Hong Kong, because of its high level of autonomy and its one country, two systems, which we'll get to, um, 
they there's no extradition bill, which means if you commit a crime elsewhere, like not in Hong Kong, and come back to Hong Kong, you're pretty much safe. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna arrest you for a crime somewhere else. Yeah, and they can't take you to where the crime was and then like uh, try it's like you. sanctuary. It's a sanctuary town, you know. Yeah, so like here, if you committed a crime in Florida or something like that, and then come back to Texas and you get arrested in Texas, they'll fly you out or drive you or whatever. They'll take you back to Florida to stand trial, and they don't do that. So this guy was uh, is completely safe, and um, people like politicians obviously felt that that wasn't right, and so she drafted the Carrie Lam drafted this bill. And the thing is, is why the Hong Kong public doesn't like this so much is because it also included them to be able to be extradited to mainland China. And Hong Kong's located in continental China, but it is not part of China. It has a different government. It so. is, uh, it operates under a high level of autonomy um, and under a system called one country, two systems, which was put in place um, after the British, uh, Margaret Thatcher, the Prime Minister in 1997, she um, came over to Hong Kong to work out the handover after, because Hong Kong was a British col colony after the first Opium War. Um, China actually had to give Hong Kong to Britain because uh, French and British soldiers entered the Forbidden City and threatened to tear it down. It's like pretty much made out of gold. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So Hong Kong becomes a British colony. And so then at that point, it becomes like a backdoor for all business all over the world. It's one of the most richest, wealthiest places in the world because the rules just don't apply in Hong Kong. The, like, the way you can do business there is so easy. There's so many backdoor things. The city is so huge and on itself that you can get away with pretty much anything. Yeah. So and, and like a global stock market there. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it calls itself a premier financial center because it is so easy to do business there because there's just no rules. It's a lawless place yeah. a little bit. Like think about like New York Stock Exchange, but like way bigger. Way bigger, yeah. And so the one country, two systems was also put in place because under British colonial law, the citizens of Hong Kong Kong, they they enjoyed um, freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of assembly, and as we know in communist China, that's just not the thing. Yeah, it's communist. It's yeah, and um, so these protests, uh, the Hong Kong people have always used their right to assemble because, uh, especially after 19, 1989 in the Tian Tiananmen Square, when. Um, a bunch of Chinese uh, people, students, mostly. students, yeah, they uh, assembled in front uh, at Tian Tiananmen Square in front of the big political building there, and um, they were there for a couple of days, and then the People's Liberation Army of China, they were set out on the people, and hundreds were just shot, shot in cold blood, you know? Y'all seen, like, the famous video of the guy standing up in front of a tank holding flags and stuff? That's yeah, that's from that, from that. and um, so people of Hong Kong, they pretty much challenged that. They are capitalizing on their right to assemble and they don't want to go to they don't want to be extradited to mainland china because they they have no human rights at that point and so much so that uh in about in 2014 there was a um bookstore called castaway bookstore and they sold books that were critical of president chinese president a.k.a. Emperor, uh, Xi Jinping and his policies. So these people who were selling these books, they started disappearing because they were being kidnapped by um, yeah, Chinese officials. And then they disappeared for months, and then they finally showed up on screen with, and they were saying, uh, they had to write rehearsed apologies to Xi Jinping saying that they were unpatriotic and wrong, and they're still being held captive. Jeez. They have no human rights, so the extradition bill to China scared the shit out of the Hong Kong people who um, really 
recognize themselves as a whole other people. They speak Cantonese, Chinese people speak Mandarin. They are just different people. They are, it's a different it's place. Different it yeah. truly is. And um, so we started with these uh, protests in June, which were the biggest at that time of two million people. And they, and honestly, Hong Kong is known for their peaceful protests. Um, but what happened was the police brutality, they just came out hot. Yeah. Um, these people assembled, they were overwhelmed by the numbers of them, just the sheer mass of this public, you so know, many people, yeah. so scary, about 12 cops, so they just start shooting tear gas, rubber bullets, all this stuff, beating people, um, and the Hong Kong public was pissed. Yeah. They just wanted the extradition bill to be taken away, but after three months of horrid police brutality and, um, protests, the, uh, the protests became, they developed more and more, and now they have five demands. So one is the withdrawal of the extradition bill, then the second is universal suffrage, which is one vote, one person, and then um, the release of all protesters who've been arrested, the declassification of uh, the protesters as rioters. I can't find the fifth one, but you know, sorry y'all, that's four for you. So, um, so they did get the extradition bill withdrawn, but um, it was a little too late. Like all of the pro-democracy Hong Konger uh, politicians, they're like, it's a little too late. We're mad on, oh, they wanted an investigation on the police brutality because they believe that's the fifth yeah. one. Because so they believe. Pretty, like, not like not super. Yeah, not super crazy. crazy. They yeah. just want human rights, really. And because they believe the uh, that China has over the years encroached more and more and more and infiltrated the government yeah. and the authority of Hong Kong. And they're kind of right. No, you yeah, know? they're 100% right. Yeah, like, no, people happening? are going, people are disappearing, people are being arrested. They're protesters are facing up to 10 years in prison for assembly. It's insane. So these people are fighting for their, they're truly fighting for their lives. In Chinese it, prison, like, you're not allowed to speak and stuff. Like, it's, like, super rough. Yeah, they really are. So they, um... So they've done things, they've used their numbers pretty effectively. It's pretty insane to see how the, this massive, just almost like amoeba-like group of people uh, move and work together. So and it's so organized, and the movement is anonymous pretty much. Yeah. They just... Um, there's no, like, figurehead or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, there's no figurehead because if there was, they... Um, they get prosecuted. They get taken away. The guy that started the Umbrella Movement in Hong Kong in 2014, he's been arrested, and he's not even a figurehead for these protests. Yeah. He was a uh, his name's uh, Eric Wong, and he started the protest for the Umbrella Movement in 2014 uh, because China, as they begin to encroach more and more, they started to send uh, textbooks to Chinese, or not Chinese, to Hong Kong school-age children's uh, classrooms where it was just pro-Chinese government, a pro-Chinese ideology, yeah. and so they were fighting against it, and they finally got, um, they were awarded the choice to either use these textbooks or not, mm -hmm. but the pro protests gained a political context um, around the time the people of the bookstore were being um, abducted because Hong Kong people have enjoyed such a high level of autonomy, these human rights, and they're afraid that they're, these young people who mostly make up these protests, they're afraid because life as they know it is coming to an end. Yeah. Because the one country, two systems that I've spoken about is uh, has an expiration date of 2047. That was in the agreement. So Hong the Kong... 1997 agreement? Yes. They have an expiration date of the year 2047, and in that year, uh, Hong Kong will become just another city of China and they will lose all their rights and these people have grown up here they've grown up 
uh, living one way, and as soon as they become adults, really, their way of life is going to be taken from them. Yeah. And they, they're just fighting for their lives. That's and smart, man. Like, they see, like, that's 27 years seems kind of far away, but it's not. Like, they're, that's, I apply something like that. I plot that. that because, like, yeah, they have, they to, have to get started now. now. They can't really put it off at all. So they, um, the protests start, and the tear gas gets flying, and all of a sudden, lines, hundreds of people's long, start passing supplies one after another, yeah. and everybody all of a sudden has goggles and uh, gas masks, and they're just geared up. And so they've been so effective, they occupied the International Hong Kong Airport for two days and shut it down, which cost billions of dollars all over the world. Yeah, and all the universities and stuff are shut they, down. Um, they shut down um, the malls, which cost billions of dollars. They've occupied downtown, which has, they have thrown the Hong Kong economy into recession. And then um, protests reached a like almost, uh, I guess, crescendoed into thousands and thousands of students occupying the Polytechnic University yeah. in Hong Kong, and what they just destroyed a university. They started, but, yeah, go ahead. they started catching things on fire. They it turned into a bomb factory. They were throwing Molotov cocktails, but then unfortunately they had to they had to escape because um, they ran out of food and supplies. But as they were trying to escape, uh, they were just arrested in the hundreds. They just were. Ex yeah. uh, they're just like uh, into they were just escaped right into the arms of the police and it was wild because the police had to let more than half of these people go because they were all under the age of 18 oh, wow. these are school-aged children fighting for their future yeah you know what I'm saying and um, so the, these people are doing things like building barricades in the middle of the street just to shut the city down they're um, They've uh, they've effectively taken over the city. They truly have. It is a war zone. The uh, videos that you find on YouTube aren't even doing it justice anymore. It's insane. Like uh, Chinese businesses are being caught on fire and destroyed. They're being flooded. Chinese banks, Chinese cell phone stores, ATMs, everything. Chinese sympathizers are being attacked. Um, people are being set on fire. Oh, yeah, they're setting people on fire for uh, supporting the Chinese government. Um, for the first time in its history, the Chinese uh, army base are allowing Chinese uh, soldiers to come out into the street to help the clean up the city. But no, it's just China flexing, you know, th because the Tiananmen Square is looming above everybody. That is a huge question. Yeah. Is China, is the Hong Kong government going to repeat a Tiananmen Square? And th that is what the Hong Kong people are it, it, truly mean, begging the question. And it was like a massacre, like... The, it truly was. It was unarmed students. Yeah, just getting mowed down. And y'all see, like, yeah, look at the, the video of the tank. Unarmed students against tanks and automatic weapons. It was horrible. So then after the um, occupation of the Polytechnic University, there uh, was a vote held. And the vote, the vote ballot was insane. Over three million Hong Kong citizens showed up. What was the vote for? The vote for was just um, new... Uh, Different, like they were changing legislative seats in their ledge code. Oh, okay. So, or uh, they, they were able to capture 382 of the 452 seats, oh, wow. shifting it all the way to the democracy yeah, side, democracy. all the way to the left, which is huge. This is huge. This, they've never had a bigger voter turnout ever in the city's history. Yeah, you could like. The videos of that and stuff it was like not even around the block that doesn't even do it justice like the streets were just swarmed with voters so then after the people of hong kong spoke i know y'all heard about this fuck fucking baby d trump he stuck his foot in there and he made the 
uh, Hong Kong Human Rights Act, which barred all sale of tear gas and rubber bullets to the authorities of Hong Kong, which is so funny because you look at anything here, it's made in China, right? And then you look, yeah. you look at like crowd control weapons in other places and they're made here. It's yeah, just like, like oh my God, <laughs> what does that tell? We are just exporting warfare Violence. everywhere. Everywhere. So then this this obviously made President of China Xi Jinping mad. So he's been threatening us. North Korea has been threatening us because we're just putting our foot into internal Chinese affairs. And yeah, we want pe the people of Hong Kong to have democracy. We definitely want that. But um, it just seems to it seems to me that it just makes a sticky situation. Well, understatement, really a shitty situation, way shittier. You know what I'm saying? And, and like one odd thing about the protesters is they're like, like see, they're like conflating democracy with Trump. So they're yes. like, they're like, they're like swinging American flags and like uh, ha, saying thank you Trump. And yeah, I'm like, like, I saw those Channing signs Trump and I was and like, please stop, yeah. please stop. They don't 100 percent understand what's they going on. They don't like. Right <laughs> I was, I was like, I rock with you guys so hard, and now you guys are holding the I love you Donald Trump signs. Yeah, it's pretty Stop it! Wild. I just want to hit him in the mouth a little bit. It makes me mad. It's like, no, you were so... So, um, yeah, so then after that, the uh, because of Donald Trump, the uh, public people of Hong Kong were like, oh, we have America, American support, Back, yeah, so. so they stepped it up a notch. Now, um, there's these group of, like, young men, and they're school-age boys, you know, and they dress in all black, and... The word rioter has been used um, a good couple times, but there's the regular assemblers who are in civilian clothes, and then there's the front group of young men in all black, and they are just uh, they are just throwing Molotov cocktails, they're spray painting everything. They even broke into the legislative building and like cool. spray painted fuck China everywhere. They are just, they do not care. They're shooting bows and arrows at police. Oh, no, they are, they're shooting bows and arrows at police. They, and um, they're, they're attacking police now too because police are shooting people of Hong Kong at point blank rage. Three and four feet. Three and four feet they're shooting people in the chest. Jesus. And then because of this, like you're seeing the Hong Kong public pick off a cop and just beat the tits out of him. Wow. And the thing is, it's like, this is madness, but like you see the police brutality that they've dealt with. These police have like ganged up on one person with their bats and just beat the hell out of them. Yeah. You I mean, know? it's taken like eight months to get here too. Like the the riot, the protesters, rioters, whatever you call them, like using violence like this. So, I mean, that's... Uh, it's yeah. insane. It's insane. The um, it's even hard to find. I feel like news that really even does it justice at this point because Hong Kong, is like, is it gonna? It's it's such a question mark in its future. What is gonna happen? Are they going to unleash the People's Liberation Army? Are is Hong Kong gonna fail? Is what are what's gonna happen on like, these millions of people? Something's going to happen. It's like boiling over. Like, oh yeah. And the thing is, is um, they're they're afraid. But the thing is, is like. A million Canadians live and work in Hong Kong. Yeah. Millions of Americans live and work in Hong yeah, Kong. It's a huge business in the world. So they can't just um, unleash an army to massacre all these people because then they're going to have international incidents up yeah. the wazoo, really. You know, and um, it's just it's just insane to see where this is going. You know, and um, they're fighting for their high level of autonomy. They're fighting for their huge human rights and you definitely want that you want that for them but it's just all of hong kong or small hong kong against all of mainland china yep. who doesn't care about anything xi jinping in 2012 made it to where he his he had no term limit he will be serving as the emperor of china until he dies yeah. 
until he dies. In 2020, we have an emperor of China who is um, creating concentration camps, who's abducting people in other cities, who just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, and these this this giant vibrant city who has grown up at like our like at the speed of light really over 30 years is fighting for its human rights, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so strange because when you look deeper into Hong Kong, probably like one of the most richest places in the world, most wealthy places in the world. There's also like the most insane amount of poverty there as well. Yeah. So these people are living in what are called cage homes, so much of them. And these cage homes, which are like maybe 10 by 10, if no, you're lucky. Not, not even. Really, they're literally a cage. It's and, smaller than a prison cell. And these um, cage homes can go up from 500 American dollars to like 1,500 American dollars. And they're just. It's, like a, it's like a closet. It's, just, it's it truly, truly just is. a It's like it's a skyscraper. That's filled like it's a it's modern a build skyscraper. To the sky. Yeah, it's a modern build skyscraper. But then when you go inside of it, it's like one room will have like series of bunk beds in it, and each bunk bed is like a caged off thing where it's just a bed and then like a little like no space to walk around or anything like that. Yeah, it's, like, it's just a bunk bed that's like you have like caged off in a little cell. It's crazy. And there's like one toilet to like. 20 yeah. people, you know, one sink. It's it's insane to see the amount of poverty and the bullshit that these people have to deal with. The work days, they're working 14 hour days, you know what I'm saying? Because And it's not even cheap. Like the slums that they're living in these cages, like, yeah, it's five to fifteen yeah, dollars. American dollars even. Yeah, which yeah. And I don't know so, what the I don't know what the exchange rate, rate is, but I just I know American dollars and that's a lot of money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so they're like uh they're putting up with these high levels of poverty for these human rights. That just goes to show you how important this is to people that just goes to show you how important it is for them to be identified as hong kongers and not as mainland chinese people and there's so much other stuff like not even just the democracy aspect they're like they've uh been putting in like facial recognition software everywhere yep. they had a mask ban uh like masks how like uh people will wear in china and then in hong kong as well to cover their identity they or have just a, to help breathe too because like it's super high pollution the air quality is so shitty but uh they cover their faces because of china's uh, new technology called smart city which uh has like just perfected facial technology recognition yeah. technology so much so that if you jaywalk in china your bank account will get charged 250 yen. It's like it's like a Facebook like okay so if you're a Facebook you like everyone is on like the social media thing and then your bank like your credit card and stuff is hooked up to it and then because of the facial net, uh, facial recognition software if you do something they just charge you like out of your thing it's it's like I don't even know it's like Orwellian it's insane. It is insane, but they haven't. They they pretty much disregard the mask ban because if they yeah, have, they yeah, they can't have their faces out. They facing ten years in prison for their right to assemble. And the thing is, is they didn't even start being uh, all this brutality. The police did. They started this frenzy. They came out too strong, and the Hong Kong people have just popped like slapped back. They aren't here for it. They are trying to reclaim their city and fight for their democracy. You know, and that just goes to show like. In today's, as we uh, encroach on the year 2020, all these people all over the world are screaming for democracy. They're yeah. dying for democracy. And it's really interesting because for so long I've been wondering when we were going to, as a people, as citizens of the planet, we were going to stop seeing ourselves as German citizens, American citizens, Latin American citizens, and see ourselves as citizens of the world. And I think these massive protests are starting to do that. We're starting to see ourselves okay. as citizens of the world. And we're starting to hold more compassion and 
empathy for people uh, because that could very well be us. I mean, um, people are afraid. We've already seen Donald Trump say Trump 2024. You know what I'm saying? And Xi Jinping's already made himself the emperor of China. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and then the fake news uh, discrediting the journalists, all the journalists that are being killed all over the world. Democracy and freedom of speech is going extinct and as citizens of the world we are screaming against it we are fighting and dying against it you know and i i just think that at this day and age you cannot afford to be ill-informed you need to put yourself um in people's shoes you need to practice empathy because it's 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 a small world. We're all so connected now. Yeah. We're having some of the same problems that they're having here. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Hong Kong is more free than America. They're like number three uh, on the list of most free places. America's been hanging out around fuck, 20. number 20. Yeah. I think we moved up to number 18. Good job, y'all. Probably because Xi Jinping made himself the emperor of China. But still, we're, we, we base ourselves on being the most free, most yeah. this and that. And we are like eight. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you just can't afford to be ill-informed these days. Like, uh, wake up, get woke, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just, you have to be progressive. You have to fight for something in this day and age because the, if we put our head, heads in the sand, that's how the wealth gap happened. That's how the corruption of politics has happened. We need to speak up for sure today yeah. in America because even though we have so many problems here in America, the entire world still looks at us. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, just like, it's like Hong Kong loves Donald Trump for helping them, but we all know he's the devil, you know? So um, I think just check out Hong Kong, more power to Hong Kong. There's a lot of secret ways you can um, contribute to Hong Kong if yeah. you want. They take supplies, they take gas masks, they take food, they take everything because um, the Hong Kong government's also shutting down any kind of uh, business that is aiding in the social unrest. They actually just took $9 million off the street okay. out uh, from a business who was helping the uh, protesters because these kids are running away from home. They're getting, um, uh, their families doesn't fuck with them anymore. They have to be in hiding, you know, and it's just, we, as we, as we just really kind of mature into this modern age, we can't lose our human rights. We cannot. We cannot have billionaire politicians. We cannot have emperors. We cannot afford to be silent with the current climate crisis, with the current political crisis all over the world. Look what happened in Britain. They re, uh... Boris, Boris Johnson. Oh, yeah, they took away the health care. Yeah, they reinstated it. Yeah, we got to be, especially with the election coming up, we got to be on our... On yes, our the election in 2020 is coming up, and you got you got Bernie Sanders, which should be voted for, mm -hmm. but then Warren. you got Elizabeth Warren, who's like an okay, pretty much second right. choice. You know what I'm saying? She's kind of holding her cards a little too tight, which I don't really like, but she's... People seem to love her. I kind of like her, she's, but... She's like Bernie Sanders is the first choice as well. And the thing is, is because Bernie Sanders is so brass tacks, people kind of are a little put off by him. But it's kind of like, don't listen to how he's saying it. He's getting listen zero media coverage. Saying. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, he's getting zero media coverage because he's... He's like two and three in all of these polls, and people, they'll be like... 
Biden's number one and coming in number three is a Warren. Like, what, what the fuck yeah, happened like, to what two? Yeah, it's like, what happened to two? It's because he's a huge threat to these billionaire politicians. Yeah. You know, so make sure you're registered to vote come in 2020. It's probably one of the most um, important elections yeah, of age, our life sure. because we got to get this man out of the White House. We are a laughing stock all over the world. We have to fix ourselves for sure. Mm -hmm. We are looked upon to set a precedent, and we got this is our time to set that precedent once again. We need to get this man out of the White House. We need to put Bernie or Elizabeth in there, mm -hmm. and then we need to demand Bernie, I think, will just do the right thing. We got to make sure Elizabeth stays on the right path, and we got to. Be that example again. It's not a time for centrism. You gotta like. It's not. You gotta swing hard. It's like, it's not a middle of the aisle time. Obama was great. It was I fun. Yeah, he's 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 mm, he's anyway. great. <laughs> yeah, that's another episode. But he was such a centrist. It's that time is over. There's good guys and bad guys at this point. Yeah. And like, you want to be upset at that? I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. There are good guys with no people not in their pocket and people who are trying to get shit done. There's bad guys who are investing in fossil fuels who want Trump in the White House. Also try to get shit done, just like not. Yeah. Yeah. Who who just want to put money in their pockets? They don't give a shit. You know, so it is time. You guys got to make sure you are registered to vote. You got to make sure you're looking around. You got to make sure, you got to ask yourself what kind of America you want to live in, what kind of world you want to live in as a citizen of this planet. You know what I'm saying? Who's has your best interest? Who's focused on climate change? Bernie Sanders. Who's focused on the wealth gap? Bernie Sanders. Who's focused on gay rights? Bernie Sanders. Trans rights? Bernie Sanders. Who's focused on reparations? Bernie Sanders. I'm telling y'all, get out there and vote, 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 okay? It is, the time is done to not be involved. You know what I'm saying? So we got some great shows coming up. I'm in my rant there on Hong Kong and democracy. But we got some great shows coming up. Um, I'm going to be having a special guest on here, um, Maggie from Blue Blonde Birth Services. She's a local doula. And what doulas are is they're like a holistic nurse for uh, natural birthing. And her, her and I are going to talk about women's rights, the right to be a woman, the right to choose. And honestly, because you guys know I'm such a huge pro-choice person, I always get a Afraid that I overemphasize that and I kind of dichotomize uh, females and I, I don't want that at all because it is pro-choice you can choose to be a mom you can choose to not be a mom but it's not two teams it's one team that is needs to be empowered if you are a mother that's amazing if you're not yet amazing it's not to dichotomize and split us up no being a mother motherhood is empowering being around this this I was recently around this group of doulas and midwives being around them is super empowering and um, I just I'm really excited for that show I think it's gonna be really educational yeah. and um, I think that might be our time. You got anything to say, Kelly? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, check out Hong Kong. Get registered to vote. Yeah, vote. Vote. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. And let's make America great for the first time ever. What about that? <laughs> first time ever great. Hey! So, this is Piper with The Pipeline. Check out my Instagram at uh, The Pipeline. At the pipeline, yeah. And then uh, Blonde Gravy also on the Instagram. And, uh, yeah, and check me out. I'll be posting stuff. And then you can check out Cullen as well uh, at the Trill Messiah. He's a barber, so go get faded by Fox. His last name is Fox. And I'm going to wrap it up here. I'll see you guys next week on the pipeline with the Study Dallas. Thank you. Bye.